When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I've got an interesting podcast discussion topic for today. We talk a lot about space and neuroscience, two things that I get a little bit weird and nerdy about. And not to spoil it for you, but I just find the the concept to be interesting, especially with space and, and the time machine effect, right? Again, this will make sense as you listen to the podcast. But something we talk about is the fact that what we're experiencing now real time is never actually real time by the time the present gets to us it's actually the past or we're looking at the past even though we think it's the present and i think that concept is interesting because we are seeing the same thing in trading right we were having the discussion the other day about level two and reading the tape and being able to see kind of orders flow into the market real time or even if you're just looking um, at a price chart and you're watching candlesticks tick up bar by bar move up tick by tick whatever like that we assume that we're watching things real time in a sense it's, it's the realest time we can get but in actuality everything we see is actually in the past right by the time we see it it has already happened by the time that candle ticks up it means that that order has already been put in and by the time we see it it is already done by the time we see a flood of orders come into our level two it's actually already happened and we're not seeing it till later and one of the reasons that a lot of traders get into trouble especially um I don't want to say retail traders necessarily but more casual traders is because they're always late to the party Right. By the time they get involved, it's typically because they hear about it on the news. By the time you hear about something on the news or by the time the news finds it worthy to talk about, it means that it's already happened. And that's why we see a bunch of flutters, a bunch of flutters, a bunch of traders flood into the market late. And by the time they're late, they're taken advantage of. And I did a podcast episode and, and I don't know if I'm going to put it out or not on kind of this subject, but it is interesting to think that in a sense, we are always behind. And I bring this up because it just puts more importance on the, the fact that we need to be predictive, the fact that we need to be ahead of the market. We're, we're never gonna know what the market's going to do, but we need to prepare ourselves for different outcomes. And in a later part of this podcast, where we talk about kind of the brain and, and, and how the brain sends signals and whatnot, it should make a lot more sense. So sorry for the very nerdy and long intro, but very interesting topics to me. So hope you enjoy. Deal with a little bit of space talk, a little bit of time machine travel talk. And at the end, I promise we'll make this trading related. Speaking of which, um, not to get too off topic. Oh, I got down. Uh, I was so mad yesterday. Um, I, I, I ruined my TikTok algorithm. I don't know if you guys are on TikTok or anything like that. Um, but they're really good at their algorithm and, and kind of guessing what you want to look at and then they feed it to you. So usually my algorithm is like soccer skills because I'm trying to teach my kid um, certain skills. And then it's like food because I love to cook. And then it's like space because I'm a nerd. And I watched one video on like some conspiracy theory about like Antarctica just being an ice wall that hides like hidden continents inside of it that actually run the world and like... Now everything in my feed is like that. But before that, 
I saw a really cool thing, and this and this makes sense. I'm really big on space. The guy said basically that. Did you know that we have time machines, guys? See you, Tom. Did you know that time machines actually exist? Who who knew that? Anyone? Time machines actually exist. This is gonna be a big downer because you're. I know you're hoping like you can get into a time machine and go back and play some winning lotteries. Time machines actually exist in the form of telescopes. And I remember first learning about this and reading this book on space. Um, well, like, well, stuff pertaining to space, right? But I remember it first hit me when I read that. I told you guys this that there was going to be. Um, it's a star called Betelgeuse. And it's going to be a supernova. And scientists or astronomers, I guess it is, they predict that we're going to be able to see this supernova in the next coming decades. And a supernova is when a, a star explodes and <clears throat> this is, we're going to be able to see it in our sky. So we're going to see an exploding star. We're going to see the light from it. It's going to look like we have two suns for like maybe a month or something like that. That's really cool stuff. I'm like, okay, you know, I like looking at space. We got a blue moon, I think, coming up uh, tonight, maybe. But the thing that got me was when they said the interesting thing about this star exploding, <clears throat> excuse me, is that this star actually exploded, what was it, 400 years ago, I think it was? So what we're seeing is something that happened 400 years ago. And it got me thinking about the speed of light. So like it takes eight minutes like for the light from the sun to get to us. So everything we're seeing is essentially in the past. Like even right now, the, the light from your computer screen, now light can travel the sun or travel around the earth like seven times in a second. So like what you're seeing from your computer screen and in front of you is, is close to real time. But the further you get away, the more you're actually seeing in the past because it takes light time to come through. So... The cool thing about the telescopes and how technology has come so far in telescopes, and I'm sure you guys have seen like the pictures of like the Webb telescope and all that stuff, where they're showing you all these galaxies and stuff like that. Because we're able to see that, and we're finally able to see that now, but that is the light that occurred four point something billion years ago. So by us looking at it and seeing it now real time, we're actually looking into the past four point something billion billion years ago to like the very beginning origins of like the universe which is crazy like the the, the thought that we are not see like the stuff we, like even the moon like the stuff that we see in the sky like we don't see the moon until it, the what we see of the we look up and see the moon it's not the real time moon it's the past moon now it's only like a couple of minutes or so but it's actually the moon from the past and that's stuff like that's freaky because think about what, what happened 400 years ago. Like we, we see this, this star exploded back like, I don't even know what was going on 400 years ago. It happened then and we're only seeing it now. Like that's crazy. Like imagine you, <laughs> I'm trying to make a trading reference, right? Imagine you placing a trade and it not be, and not be filled until 400 years from now. But imagine you doing something and no, and like, I, I just, it, it's mind blowing. And I never thought about it as being in time machines. So you always think of time machines as like little, you know, I, I used to watch, um, uh, what's it, the, the dialects, uh, it's a London English show, Doctor Who, I think it was. But I always think of time machines as going to like those little London phone booths, those red ones, and then like, you know, picking up a phone, and like it zaps me and I go back to like ancient days. 
but it's it's um stuff like that's really cool now it's going to mess me up because i'm going to go around saying nothing is as we seem it's it's nothing is is right now it's all in the past another cool thing and i, I won't get too deep on this but that got me told you it got me on this weird algorithm now they're talking about some scientists talking about free will and questioning free will and the fact that and this is another thing i dig into like neuropathways and stuff like that the fact that they've been doing all these studies and um it shows and this should be no surprise but there is a delay between our our brain activity and our actions and again it's it's should be common sense but it is kind of cool where it's like before you even decide to do something, your brain has already decided that you're going to do it, in a sense. And again, this is common sense because you, you, can, you can use common sense to think like, hey, my brain sends a message to the rest of my body, so there's automatically going to be like a delay in, in how that goes. But it's kind of cool that your body already knows what it's going to do before it's actually done. And it reminds me of that story, uh, I think I told you guys, Monday I got into a, a little bike accident this weekend. I got bit by a dog and then like crashed on my bike. And it's interesting how, like, you know, when a lot of cyclists crash, they, they break their collarbones and stuff like that. It was interesting how, like, I'm, so I'm going down for this crash. You know, if you've ever been in a crash, like, there are things like slow down. Uh, same thing happened with me in sports. Like, everything slows down. And I know I'm going to crash, right? I feel it happening. And I was going through kind of my, my if-then syntax of crashing, make sure my shoulder's tucked in. I don't want to have my hand out, you know, all that fun stuff. And it was funny because like before I can even like notice myself thinking about going through my protocol of like how to brace myself for this crash, my body already did it. Like I was already in the right position. And again, that's the brain. Like before I even had a chance to crash, my brain already, and this is muscle memory and all that fun stuff you hear in sports, my brain already told my body, tuck shoulder in, brace this, do that, right? It gave me instructions before the thing actually happened. So by the time that the thing did happen, I was already prepared. And stuff like that is so cool because we teach this in, in athletics as well. But in a way, you can make it trading related because we get a lot of questions about trading as far as like, well, how do I know when to enter a trade? How do I know when to push the buy button? I put a video out yesterday when the guy was like, well, how do I know to get involved? And professional traders, successful traders, we have our plan in place, right? I always tell you guys, right, there should never be any if, ands, or buts about should you take a trade. It's yes or no. And before the trade ever occurs, like minutes before, hours before, days before, you already know exactly what you need. So this is what we're doing in setting up that if-then syntax, that trading plan, that process, is we're doing the same thing that the brain's doing. We're already preparing ourselves for the situation before the situation has occurred. We're, we're, when I say predictive in our analysis, that's what we're doing. We're already saying, if price action gives us double top at this level, then I'm taking trade short, stop, go here, targets go here, right? The whole scenario is already ran through in our trading brain. Therefore, by the time it happens, we can react instantaneously. Adam just fires off the trade, boom. If we take time to hesitate, if we don't know what we're doing and then we're, we're simply only reactive, meaning the market gives us a double top and it starts rolling down, now we get ourselves in trouble where we're entering late or maybe we're panicking and entering early. 
and we start sabotaging ourselves. So it's, it's very similar in that aspect is we, we're training ourselves to be ahead of the market, even though we're not technically ahead of the market, right? Because you can't do anything until the market actually does it, but we're fully prepared. And I saw a quote this morning that was saying that trading isn't about picking wins and losses. It's about fully preparing yourself for any type of price movement or any type of outcome. And that's a really good quote. That's exactly what we're doing. And I know the way my brain works when I do my pre-market checklist is that I'm looking at price action. I'm looking at where price action is at relative to different levels of structure. And I'm already going through this process. Okay, if price action goes here, then what am I going to do? If price action goes there, then what am I going to do? Right. I am the brain rehearsing these things over and over again before the body has time to catch up. Like it's really, it's really cool. Now I, I, didn't, I never thought about it in the trading aspect till literally the second, but it's really cool because we are doing the exact same thing. We are the brain. And if we're following that process, we're gonna be so much more prepared to handle good situations, take advantage of them, to handle bad situations, not make them worse, than the person that is just reacting in a panic. The person that is, oh my gosh, I'm falling, put my arm out and then break my collarbone. Now I can't do the Iron Man. It's cool stuff, man. It's cool stuff. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I know a little bit off topic. We're, we didn't really dive into the trading the, the way we usually do in some of the recent podcasts where we're answering very specific questions. But it's my show. I can do what I want. I like to keep it fun, entertaining, and kind of look at things from a, a different perspective because the normal stuff gets boring, right? And that's why you guys tune in three times a week to check it out. So I'm sure we'll get back to kind of more specific trading stuff in our future episodes. But let me know what you think. And until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care.